from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. Okay, uh, I'm Bob Fredette. Welcome back to Inside Pitch with Tom Hale and George Nostrand, our engineer. And, you know, I just got to say this. We're at the top there. there. There have not been an awful lot of big football games these days at Pulteney. Next Saturday is a real big football game at Pulteney. And you're, I'm surprised you're still here. You're probably usually you're on your way by now. But oh, I'm on my way. I'm... I'm to Brown's farm stand right now. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, think about the, the glory days of Pulteney Eye football in the North Northern Adirondack League when they played all New York State teams. They were the, scour- the scourge of the state. They were unbelievable. They were unbeatable. They came back to Vermont. They've had their struggles. There was that one year they – defeated Windsor actually in the state title game down in Brattleboro but other than that it's been a lot of uh, futility and now there are signs that it's coming back Uh, I heard nothing but great things about the Blue Devils in their scrimmage up at Milton Um, we know the story hard to read into the eight man game but they certainly left no doubt there. And now they're playing a defending state champion Windsor team that had heavy losses. I, mean, I know they're still going to be good, but they lost, what, four Shrine players. Mm-hmm. That's just, at a Division yeah. three school, that's, that's a hit. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Blue Devils stand up to the Yellow Jackets Saturday. It's going to be very interesting. And I think the excitement is back in Pulteney football. Not that it ever goes away. We know how that town is about football. Friday night parades every week, pep rallies, team breakfasts, on and on. It's a football town, and it's just starved for success. And it might be coming, and this Saturday will tell a lot about that. Well, you know, they, they've, got, they've got some good classes over there right now it's yep. far in terms of athletes. We, we saw it last year with the basketball team. Oh, yes. The basketball team is going to be really good again this year. I think they graduated just one kid. But the, the football team was a group that was bringing along the group, and this is largely a group that's going to be around next year as well. Oh, yeah. So they could be putting together something really big there. Now, now um, I know they did well against Milton in the scrimmage, uh, Milton lost at Otter Valley this week. I saw that game. One thing, though, Milton had back was they had four linemen back on both sides of the ball. Right. And if you do well against that, and Pulteney did, it's a, definitely a good indication. And, and what they did against Dennis J, even though it was an eight-man game, I mean, they had they had the inside game going and the outside game going with Jacob Allen inside, Levi Allen outside, Caden Catman runs inside. They got some other kids who are good receivers. This is a team that's really able to spread the field this year. Yeah, it might be a different look. We're, we're used to that Pulteney off-tackle, off-tackle, off-tackle all day long, and, and now it looks like you're right. 
they're going to be a little bit more diversified. Uh, the threat of the aerial game um, give Windsor a more to defend. Hello, this is Jason Behenna, Director of Athletic Marketing and Communications at Castleton University, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. Well, let's, let's get one thing straight. Both teams want to run the football. Oh, yeah. It's run the football first. Absolutely. Yeah. And with, you know, Robert Slocum back, he's a beast. The Windsor's got right. the ball 20 times a game anyway. And Rylan Richardson is another guy who can run the football at a quarterback, you know. So their, their, their schemes have not changed. You know, uh, what Pony does has not changed. Not changed, but the, the, the threat of the other thing is a yeah. little bit more real. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that, that thing is, uh, I mean, you know, Pony ran the football forever and ever and ever. It still does. I mean, a lot of times they couldn't hit that pass. Right. Now they can. Right. So really, I mean, if you're if you're running the ball 15 <clears throat> times and all of a sudden you throw a pass, I mean, it's going to be a big gainer. And, and it's not like Dave Catman doesn't know what to do if he has the personnel. I submit uh, Wally Ainsworth and Sandy Sumner. Yeah. Great pass and catch combo. They have thrown it way back when they could throw it. So, uh, you know, and he's got his grandson there, quarterback, and uh, I don't think he's afraid to pull the trigger. No, no, he's not. I mean, he's got some good guys. He's got, like, Levi Havlin is out there. He's a really receiver. He's one of the yeah. receivers. And really, they, they've got some good skill kids. And the thing is, too, is that they have a group of linemen. I think there's maybe one senior among the linemen. So... They're going to be in, in really. This is this is the advent of a of Pony football right. coming back, and this is going to. They're going to be around for a while, I think. Absolutely. The particular group because the numbers are back. Uh, even with MSJ leaving them this year, they are up, their numbers are up in the 30s, and I see them an awful lot this year, even among the bigger schools. I think they're going to be a player this year. So. Yep. And you know, I tell you what, if there's a division really that needs to have more players in it. It's really Division Three, right? You know, as as good as Windsor and Woodstock are, I mean, they only play a couple times a year, right? You know, so yep. That's something you you want to see. It would be on. great to see some more teams, and uh, Pulley would be a. You're right; they'd be a shot in the arm for that division. It needs it. Absolutely. You're right. You know, and you don't know where. And, Paul, and Windsor Woodstock played the last game, and we're always waiting for that, and everything else is kind of inconsequential, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, but it be it would be so great to have meaningful games on the, you know, throughout the year, and 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 Pulteney could be the first block uh, in building that. Yeah, well, hopefully that that will be that. You know, we want to see a little bit more, you know, parity in there. You know, and just to make things a little bit more exciting. Uh, I don't know how the rest of the league is going to shape up just just yet. I know uh, Mill River got off to a good start. They did. You know, with a, with a big, big Convincing big, win, yep. Convincing win, you know. So Springfield, not the start that they wanted to, but BFA, which I, I think that was a statement game for BFA. Yeah. Fairfax also. So, yep. You know, if they're, if, I mean, they're in a state championship game just a few years ago. They were. So, you know, it's uh, that's some, another team that really could make a dent in that division. We're just hoping for a little bit more parity because, Lord knows, last year we saw so many lopsided football games. We did. We, we talked about that a lot on this podcast throughout the year. Yeah, a lot of those fifty-four to six games, they oh. seem to be numbers of them every week. Yeah, and that's just no good. Running clock. I mean, it's a you know, no. 
it's 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 a uh, something that's, that's kind of saves a little bit of grace, but you really don't want to see it. So. No. But anyway, yeah, that's a big football game coming up. I mean, we're we're talking all the way about into Saturday. Let's talk about something a little bit more recent. Right now, tonight, and you're headed to CVU Rutland girls uh, girls soccer game tonight. So. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. The Inside Pitch is now on Podbean. Get the app. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can also find the Inside Pitch on iTunes. Soccer royalty is in Rutland. Uh, uh, you wrote about it in your uh, uh, week ahead in this morning's paper. Um, all the state titles that CVU has collected over the years recently, and uh, they've been the power, they've been the gold standard, and I got a feeling this Rutland team is pretty good, and uh, there's nothing like having a measuring stick uh, right out of the gate, and CVU is the ultimate well, measuring stick. Well, look at this week. I mean, I don't think Rutland soccer is going to have a tougher week. I mean, they've got CVU, they've got Colchester, and then they've got Pittsfield Mass on Saturday. Yep. So in, uh, basically in, in five days, you've got three really good teams coming in here. So yep. I think that's uh, what they do is going to be, you know, a very, very big indication of what they can do over the course of the year. It is. Not necessarily to win games, really. Exactly. If they could come within a goal maybe even two, and I know they're not thinking that way, but if they can do that against CVU, which will be a bigger and better statement than they've made against the Red Hawks in the past, we could have a lot of excitement at Alumni Field in soccer because the Raider boys got off to a convincing win, a great start with a 3 to nothing victory over Colchester. So uh, we could have some good soccer at Alumni Field this year. Uh, you have some good field hockey, too. Yes, absolutely. I see Atari and that crew up there. Yep. That's, that's another veteran. But, but uh, Atari and company uh, will have to play Otter Valley, and they got off with a bang, six to nothing at Mount Anthony. So Otter Valley field hockey... Uh, Talk about measuring sticks. They might be one. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering about that. Yeah. This is a team that barely had enough kids last year. Right. And they've got some more depth this year. You know, yep. And then, well, I'll tell you what, in a game like field hockey, I mean, you've got to have depth. Oh, yeah. Depth. Even if it's like two people, there are three people who come in during the game. Yeah. Give you five or ten minutes. And hopefully can are versatile, can play different places on the field, yeah. give you a break. Because that's a... That's a that's a hard game to play. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Soccer's natural. You grow up kicking a ball. I think field hockey is hard as far as mastering the techniques and the you know, I, the nuances of the game. I think it's one of the hardest games to play. Well, well master master the rule book. Good luck with that. Oh yeah. My <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. So uh, so that's uh you know, we we haven't had the, the big field hockey game on the horizon here, but we're looking forward to seeing it, uh, seeing Ralph play some really good competition, seeing Bells Falls, which is up a step this year, you know, and up uh, to Division One. And in Division One, and they beat South Burlington in a scrimmage. They did. I, uh, you know, I, I put, I put BF, BF, field hockey up against anybody, really. You know? I was voting them number one in my power poll the last probably, at least the last four weeks of the season, and I think I'll probably 
start with them there this year. There you go. I think they're the team. Speaking of which, next Tuesday will be our first power rankings day. Right. Or Wednesday, you know. So yep. That's when we get going on and everything. Uh, I'll have football. Tom will have the boys soccer or the girls soccer. Girls soccer and field hockey, field I believe. Hockey Jamie. Jamie will have boys soccer, and I think he's going to do cross country this year. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. That, I'd be interested to see how you do that because, I, you know, I, until you really get one of those big things like, you know, the Woods Hole run, you know. Right. Running Thetford or whatever, you know. The, it's, it's hard to tell. It is. And, Especially and, down here in the south. Uh, the north, the northern cultures have a very good t- Twitter site and, and website uh, that really gives you breakdowns and, and a lot of stuff on cross country. And uh, uh, down here, it's a little uh, more sketchy, but uh, but Jamie's into that. He's into the running scene, and uh, that that'll be a good addition. Okay, well. That's uh, that's coming up next week. You'll see cross country today. I'm going to see cross country today. You know, one of the things I'll be interested to see is how the with this brutal, absolutely brutal summer and what's starting to have a, be a brutal start to the fall as well. Right. How it's affecting the way that people are training, whether they're able to train the way they want to. Yep. How they're training, how how their times are being affected. And how uh, people are paying attention to, to hydration. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a real, I'll tell you what, you know, this is as, as tough a year to start, at, at least anyway, for cross countries. I can remember quite a while. I mean, this is just, oh, yeah. Heat index has been up here for quite a long time. Yep, it has. Uh, boy, that's, that's not for the faint of heart, so. And that, uh, to meet today at uh, Georgetti Park, uh, the Pine Hill Trails, uh, that's one thing they do offer a little bit of uh, cover uh, from the from the sun, but uh, no, it's a it's it's a tough fall. We all know it's going to change; it always does. But till we get through it, uh, it's it's going to be tough on any endurance sports. Yeah, yeah, including well, all of them really. But right, any endurance sport in any place where you're expected to play a lot of minutes. Yep, and particularly the sunshine, like like soccer, you know. So. Yep. You never know what's going to turn up. Speaking, Speaking of turnips. Speaking of turnips, there's a big meeting tonight, I guess, at uh, the Proctor High School Library about the field. Things could maybe get contentious. I know there's a lot of uh, misgivings about the field, and uh, and uh, I can't wait to talk to our new reporter, uh, Keith Whitcomb. He's on his first day on the job. And uh, what an assignment uh, yeah. to go and cover that meeting uh, at Tarnovich Field, home yeah. of the Phantoms. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, it's growing turnips. It's growing. There are turnips <laughs> growing on the field. Yeah, and, and our photographer, you saw it. You got a picture of one. Could be a prize winner at the fair. <laughs> doing, a, doing a heck of a job with the turnips. I was going to say, somebody has, has quite a sense of humor. Around, <laughs> throw some turnips down there, whatever, and that field is it was starting to come around. But... Though the word is that the field is not coming around very well, you know, and I know it's, I mean, Proctor is soccer. Oh, my goodness, it is. It's a boys and girls. And then when you think of the boys, you got 19 state championships, 17 of them outright, maybe as many as anybody in the USA. Uh, if not, they're on the very short list. Uh, last time I checked, it's, it's an unbelievable soccer town. And uh, the people just got to be uh, out of their minds not having a field 
to call their own right now. Of course, they're playing at the College of St. Joseph, um, uh, I guess, as their home field. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what the resolution is and what they're saying tonight about a timetable. Yeah, well, we were looking at how they compile the schedules, and it took a long time before they were actually released because they were watching yeah. the progress of the field. And Nightmare for athletic director oh, I'm sure Jake Eaton Jake uh, trying to put that schedule together. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so. And kudos to CSJ athletic director Cam Curler coming through and offering his field. That's going to uh, alleviate the situation for a while, but you really want to have your own home. Yeah, and, and well, <laughs> Proctor wants its own. Yeah, you bet. You bet. You know, what would the New York Giants be playing in Poughkeepsie for? Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. Okay, so, yeah. But I look forward to every Thanksgiving because turnips are my, my favorite. I, <laughs> I love turnips. I really do. I well, love I turnips. You get some freebies right <laughs> now. You'd be happy just to hand them over to you in, in, in exchange for some nice patches of grass. You know? so, <laughs> trade it for turnips. Yeah, trade it for turnips. I just want to throw a word out there. We're, we're in our last minute here. Good starts to the high school football season for Ralton High School, Fairhaven, Mill River, Outer Valley. All four teams right around here just did very, very well. All had good, uh, good turnouts here. Um, and uh, the one game I wanted to just throw out to you now because, you know, we talked about Polney and Windsor earlier is Otter Valley at Fairhaven on Friday night. It's a big curiosity game to see how quickly along uh, Otter Valley is coming. They have a new coach, Kip Dennis, his assistant, Keith Alexander. They both played at Fairhaven. They did. And they have the utmost respect for Brian Grady in that program over there, but that's looking like a monster. Yeah. And uh, we're going to see how well the athleticism Otter Valley can hold up against those guys. Um, I'd, I'd give Fairhaven the nod, but I don't think Otter Valley has to win this football game, just like Poley might right. win this football exactly. game. Exactly. Make a good impression and impact exactly. the football season. I don't think they will win the football game, Otter Valley, but I get your point. If they stand up to them, if it's like, uh, you know, only 28, uh, even 7, I mean, I, I would take that as a – as a step for the Otters, and they certainly already took one the first week you were there, so oh, yeah. things are on the upswing. Yeah, beating Milton, yes. You know, and Otter Valley is, they're, they're still getting kids back. You know, their, their roster is not complete yet. It'll be a little bit more, you know, uh, a little, little deeper this week at Fairhaven, and probably a little bit deeper as, as we go along in the football season also. But those are definitely games to keep an eye on, and uh, we will have bodies there. Tom is there, uh, you know, we're at, at Polney on Saturday. He's champing at the bit to go right now, so. Love that town. Okay, so I'll let you get packing here. So uh, <laughs> we want to thank you once again for joining us for this week's Inside Pitch. Uh, come back and join us. We'll be coming up as soon as we kind of lay out the, um, the, the. Uh, power rankings. Power rankings. Yeah, baby. Entire yeah, baby. <laughs> we'll, we'll start bringing guests on here as well. Yep. George likes to have guests. He yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> so. Okay, thank you for joining us. Come back next week. We'll see you soon. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.